Welcome to hashtag ThatAsianIC. I'm Victoria Salvat, and I'm an instructional coach in Greenville, South Carolina. Greenville? Yeah, that Greenville. I'm also an organizer for EdCamp Greenville. In this podcast, I talk about all things education and taking care of your whole self as an educator. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about my own comfort zone as an educator and maybe a little bit in my own personal life. Your comfort zone may be completely different, but listen to find out a little bit about my own comfort zone. So I just bought this shirt from my friend, Stephen Carpenter. So if you're in the Greenville area, or if you're, even if you're not, you can actually order one of his shirts. His shirt says, comfort can't progress. And I absolutely love it. It's also, it feels like butter. So, you know, butter, butter, not just butter. It feels like butter on my skin. And I love soft shirts. So if you are in want of one, hook him, hook up with him on Instagram at CCP Apparel. So anyway, this shirt that I bought from him, it says comfort can't progress. And it just made me reflect on my own comfort zone as a person and as an educator. And some people might say that I'm just, I'm too driven or I'm just chasing success but maybe it's also a desire to be challenged and to be out of my comfort zone. As an educator, the longest I've ever been in one position is six years so far. That's when I first started teaching, and I can't even believe that it was a six-year journey. What's crazier to me is that I was teaching kindergarten. Kindergarten, five-year-olds, guys, of all things. And I remember around my third year of teaching, I just, I felt like I was over it. Like what's, what else is there in the world? What more can I do? Because I was getting comfortable. Um, I started actually contemplating getting out of teaching and doing something else. And that started about my third year of teaching. Um, But I was in a district that actually started teachers off. So first year teachers, um, new teachers, they were, they were actually getting a fairly decent salary in my opinion. And, um, so I felt like I was fine with the income that I had. And when I started looking for other positions, um, or other jobs, you know, as a third year teacher, I was like, okay, I'm done. What else is there that I can make this much money? Um, I didn't, I couldn't really find something that equated. I was like, oh, well, yeah, I I actually kind of like, you know, having this amount of time off. And even if I have to do PD, it's still time off, or at least I have, um, you know, when it, when it snows, I can, I can be at home. Or if it's um, Christmas, I can, I have time off there. So I just wasn't, really feeling like I could find something that would equate. Um, but I wasn't, so I wasn't really quite, I wasn't unhappy with the money portion. So it was something else. It was more of a feeling of what, what else is there? What more can I do? 
Um, so I started talking to the principal about going to a different grade level, but it just didn't seem like they really understood, or maybe I didn't even know if I really wanted to go to a different grade level. Um, I just, I wasn't sure what it exactly it was. It was, but it was really like this drive for more. What else is there? Um, especially, you know, I, let me just go back to when I was in my first few years of teaching, I kind of wish I could rewind, like watch it on just like YouTube it and say, what was the first few years of Victoria's teaching life like? And I bet it was a hot mess express because that's how I remember it in my head. I mean, I remember students in my very first year of teaching kindergarten literally running around my room like they were like crazy hyenas. And I was in the middle of the room and they're running all over the place. And I, I, I vividly remember thinking, I have student loans for this? And, and I meant it. I couldn't believe what was happening and what I was doing. It was like home buying remorse, except for I've actually never felt home buying remorse. It was just at that point, career choice remorse. So, okay, so what am I getting? What am I getting at here? Um, I became I became better at what I did. I started just reflecting on what is it that I needed to do. Well, number one, obviously, I needed to be a better manager of the classroom. So enter Dr. Jean. Dr. Jean, if you're still out there, thank you so much. You helped a whole lot. I went to one of her trainings, got a little tips and tricks of how to help transition five-year-olds to one place to another. And I, I, it worked. But still, I got comfortable. You know, a few years into it, just felt too comfortable. I guess it got pretty easy to figure out activities for how many ways can you learn the alphabet or your numbers. And this was back in the day before there was so much pressure on all the children of the world having to, like you had to learn how to read, like thou shall be able to read by the time you leave kindergarten, which I I think... I feel like even though at first my classroom management was a little a little hairy, I really wasn't too shabby of a teacher. But for those five-year-olds, some of those babies just weren't going to read yet. Then I had other students who could, I could get them to write paragraphs and read a couple grade levels above kindergarten so you know there you go kind of proves that we're all different as humans and it all starts when we're little yeah rant over so anyway in my comfort zone I realized that I needed to do something else at that point in time to keep myself from just quitting altogether so that's when I started working on achieving my national boards and when that was done I went ahead and got my education specialist degree. 
So it was three years of nonstop working. And I, I was in a position that I felt like, yes, I may have been comfortable, but I kept pushing myself. I went, I went after other things, other tasks that I could help myself professionally. And it was tough. It wasn't comfortable. And I did it. So I've felt this way many other times throughout the course of my career. Um, you know, just always in certain points, always searching, what else is there? What's more? If I'm too comfortable in one position, what is it that I can do to challenge myself? And I also have tried to do that for myself mentally and physically. Physically, I I honestly, there was, I haven't, I love working out now. Okay, I think, I feel like I, I'm a workout enthusiast as I put on my Instagram profile. Uh, but I do enjoy it. I, I enjoy taking care of myself, going to the gym when I went to the gym. Now I do things at home or, or running. Um, I've just found a newfound, newfound <laughs> um, hobby of running trails. And I do that with a friend. And I, I think that's super fun. So not only does that take care of myself um, physically, but also mentally, as I, I can talk with my friend while I'm running. So this, this past weekend, um, I went to a park with a friend, and I thought we were going to actually run a paved area, and she quickly veered to the left into the woods, and that was, I was so excited. That was definitely out of my comfort zone, because I've passed the same area before, and I would just not go that way because I wasn't sure where it would lead me. But my friend went ahead and she's done that before. And I was just ecstatic. It was like I I was like this little kid, even though I'm running, I'm kind of squealing at the same time and going, wow, look, look, we're in the woods and it's so beautiful. <gasps> look at that. There's water <laughs> like I'd never seen water before or something. Um, it was just, it was neat to go a different path, a path that I would not have been or wasn't comfortable going, but I did and I enjoyed it and it was a challenge. So in that sense, I guess, physically, that's one area that I'm pushing myself out of the comfort zone. I'm also um, trying to, well have done a couple Spartan races and we'll probably do more and maybe there's three different levels of Spartans a sprint a super and a beast the sprint is short the super is fairly long the beast is uber long so I'm planning on doing the middle one because I've already done the sprint another way that I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone what about mentally or emotionally. So for myself, it's back to counseling I go. Hi-ho, hi-ho. Back to counseling I go. And that's out of my comfort zone. It's not comfortable. And nobody likes to talk about it. But that's what I'm doing. And 
I think that I'm I'm excited to see where the progress is going to go. Because if I stay in my comfort zone, I'm not going to progress. I'm putting myself out there. Let's see. We'll see what happens. Thank you for joining me at hashtag that Asian I see. I appreciate your support as listeners. Tune in next Monday for another episode on all things education and taking care of your whole self. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Find me that Asian I see.